welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard, number four wrestling. Email questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. How are you? Yo, I'm good, man. Hanging in there. Big week for uh, for me. We were talking about last week. Half the people I work with got unceremoniously canned <laughs> late last week. So I was hoping, unfortunately, I was not one of them. So <laughs> still still grinding. I'm, that's what I get for uh, for doing a good job. I, I get uh, less resources and uh, more, more work. work. That's <laughs> right. Pay. So. Same pay. Same pay. So couldn't be better. It's funny. I saw the news break of your comp. Yep. And I uh, immediately text you, like almost like it was like hoping that you got laid off because I know you how much you <laughs> hated there. So did you get, did you get let go? What's going on? Nope, you're stuck there. Stuck. Oh, well. Chris, how are you? Well, um, I don't know how I can follow that. I'm not living the American dream like Brandon is. That's right. It's completely living the American dream over there. Work harder, get paid no more, and do more work. Um, no, I'm, uh, you know, mania weekend. Didn't have to work at all this weekend. I, so I had a few days off that I usually don't get. And then Monday I was, uh, greeted by a box full of little tiny pink wrestlers at my oh, front door. Very nice. Yeah. Explain to the so, listeners. So, uh, yeah, if, um, if you remember, if you're old enough, you'll remember when we were kids, uh, early eighties. There was a toy line called the Muscle Things. Um, muscle was an acronym for millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere. Oh shit! Uh, and they were based on they're basically, which was a big thing in the '80s for U.S. toy companies, was just take shit from Japan, repackage it, and sell it in the United States. I see the Transformers. Transformers is ex- exactly is the is the uh, the epitome of that. Um, but these were. Based on a, uh, an anime and a manga in J- Japan called Kinukuman, uh, which means what, Jim? Muscle Man. Muscle Man. And he, they were sold in little coin-operated machines, like the twisty machines that you see outside of the supermarket, uh, and they were little erasers. Yep, called gotchas. So, yeah, there you go. And they, um, so they took them, they made them out of harder plastic and sold them as little toys in the United States. Well, I'm kind of obsessed with them now. And I ended up dropping a lot of money on exact replicas of the original Japanese ones. They're not erasers, but there's like 400 and some in the box and they're individually packaged and they're really fucking cool. I, I got to admit, I've been sitting around and the funny thing is, is they come with a checklist. Now it, it was part of the DVD box set, but you can't get the DVDs are really you make it double the price and they can't play in uh US DVD players. The region coding is different, so you can't even use them here. But it comes with a booklet with all of them and all of their names, like a checklist for everything. And you know, obviously can't read Japanese, but fucking Google Translate has a camera feature and you just fucking hold it over it and it translates all the words for you. Which is so fucking cool. I wish we had this years ago when we were reading. Like I, I just thought of it. The, the wrestling magazines you bought me with like Minoru Suzuki back in the day. I can't wait to rip, whip them out now and like read them in in, in English. Should be fun. It's really cool. It, it's it's a really cool feature that I never thought I'd really use because um, you know at the rate I'm going, by the time I travel again, I'll be fucking in a wheelchair drooling. So, but uh, yeah. So it's kind of a fun weekend. Um, Two years we're traveling. Yeah. 
So it's kind of yaki. Hormone yaki was one of them. Uh, fried quite hormones, a few, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> well, he looks like fried hormones. I sent you the picture. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was also a character, I don't, I'll get into it. I don't give a shit. There was a character that was eliminated in the United States called Brocken Man. And the reason oh, yeah. why he was, why he's eliminated is because he was a fucking Nazi. Yes. So. Attacked people with, uh, Zyklon B gas. Yeah, he breathed gas on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, and, and, and look, yo, so I actually found links for the original anime, um, mm-hmm. and I've been watching them. Now, they dub them, or they sub them, but what they'll do is they'll sub them, and if there's something that's very culturally specific to Japan, it'll explain what they're talking about on the top of the screen. Right, which is good. That's the way a lot of them are now. Modern yeah. uh, animes describe, they describe everything. So, it's really cool, um, but <laughs> it's really fucking racist oh it's so racist it's so bad um so a lot of these things didn't translate it was i don't know if you remember brandon i don't know if you're old enough but there was a show on saturday afternoon called ultimate muscle uh, it was like this it was the sequel and then they ended up marketing marketing it in the u.s that was uh pretty much what everybody that i know remembers it as but these were the original ones and i've been having a lot of fun with these little guys breaking them out of the package and making basically making sure that they're all in there and, uh, what would you do if they like skimpy on two? So, I looked at reviews of these, and there was one or two that said that they were missing guys. Um, but they sold a lot of them, so odds are this didn't happen. Um, Jim, I think you you're definitely going to be more familiar with this. I wanted to talk to you about it at a later date, anyway. But the guys, the guy that the person I bought him off of, the company I bought him off of, seems to be one of those people that you contact and they buy shit in Japan for you and sell it to you. And it's a proxy. Yeah. yeah. That's how so, I got my, uh, I ordered two of the Stardom shirts. I have a proxy. She lives in Japan and she's buying stuff for me now. She was like, like dating a guy that lives here and I stole her. Nice. As, as I've often done with women over the years. I stole her away. So now uh, she's, she's my proxy in Tokyo. How do you go about finding somebody like that? Just luck, brother. Well, I, uh, I think I found one too. <laughs> so, well, they, you, there's companies that are like White Rabbit that you can pay them like a, a finder's fee. Basically, they go to the store, they mail it to you, and then they tell you. Well, what they do is they go and they find out how much it's going to cost, and then they send you a quote before you pay for it. That's cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. Pay for it. Yeah. You know. So I got a lot of my stuff from Japan, toys in particular. So it looks like this guy's probably got a pretty good, uh, pretty good return policy but we'll see um you know i I only saw one or two complaints that there were ones missing in the box if they are i know me i will have to put a fucking drill bit through the side of my head to bore out the memories of there not being one in the box because it'll torture me till the day i die yeah Yeah, i get it collector shits like that Mm -hmm. brandon thoughts you're gonna go get some muscle things is brocken like the most expensive one because he's he's not produced yeah probably Probably not. He was probably mass produced in Japan. You can't get them as a muscle thing. So the difference okay. between the new ones, or the, I'm sorry, the American ones and the uh, Japanese ones from the 80s was that the Japanese ones were made out of a softer rubber and they were erasers. Right. Um, it has a name, but, that type of toy. I forget what it's called. But go ahead, continue. But they had, uh, they had a, uh, is it a Keshi? Yeah. Yeah. Which means eraser. Yeah, okay, because these so are they make an entire lines of toys that are eraser-based, including these plastic versions of the eraser bases. Like, they're not necessarily erasers. You just stick them on the top of your 
on the top of your uh, pencil like a decoration. Well, there were there were two of them that were just masks that go on the top. They have holes for the top of your pencil. Mm-hmm. And there were a number of them which were dudes doing moves to other dudes, which blew my mind. Guys That's getting cool. abdominal stretch. Those ones were really fucking cool. And there's a lot of them. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, kind of. But like, like like I was saying, there's there's the the toy store that I go to that I buy a lot of my shit from. He's got a whole bin of the Japanese ones. Um, they're grimy and they're they're gross, you know what I mean? Because they're all <laughs> they're all rubber. So imagine what they look like. They were used. So you know they're they're <laughs> shitty. So I wouldn't buy them off them. But there's quite a few Brocken mans in there. So I doubt they're that much money. There you go, Brocken men. They were like uh, when I was a kid. It was homies. Was the oh, yeah. little the little plastic toy you could get out of the the coin machine? Yeah, that was like slightly racist. <laughs> no, so, so that's, what's it called? It's a really racist. There's like an African dude looks like a witch doctor. Uh, the Chinese guy's name's a ramen man, mm-hmm. and he's got like you know he can't even looks, do the voice. You yeah, can't do I can't it. do the. I'm not doing. You it. can't. You can't. No. You shouldn't. You not. Hold on. It's not that you can't. You can. You should. You really shouldn't. You should not do it. Anytime anybody really? says you can't do that anymore, no, you, never you shouldn't should have. do it anymore. You never should have. Granted, God. The, the only time you still see that shit is uh, Trader Joe's and Ollie's. Really, they both they both still have like the racially themed sections where there's like uh, if you go into an Ollie's, which I was into, they you get like Ollie's with like a rice hat on and like this the cartoonish, where Trader Joe's has like. Senor Jose is like one of their lines of like Mexican. <laughs> oh no, there's there's a there's a uh, there's an Italian one like Giuseppe something just Trader Giuseppe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that before. I remember when I looked at it, somebody showed it to me. I was at work and somebody had a product from it, and I looked at it. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> the only uh, true Italian food is Olive Garden. I'll stand by that. Carabas. Carabas. I'm a Carabas head. Big fan of Carabas. Carabas. Magianos. Buy one, get one. No. Magianos. Remember that? Oh, God. I I don't eat. I very rarely eat any of that stuff. It's like fucking lead in your stomach. What You know it's good when they give you an entire second meal to go. Yeah. They're just like, hey, man, just eat in the building. It's like. My wife's uh, drinking glass of wine, and I'm sucking down ravioli. It's like when they do um, in the wire when they give out the free heroin when it comes in, get all the guys a little taste. So just in case they may have been coming down off it, they get back up yep, they're like, and they're ready for more. Oh, the withdrawal was almost passed, but now I got more. I feel better. That's Eat a, all the red sauce you want. Mm-hmm. There was a. Uh, I went. To, I went to school with a kid that we would call chunks, and. Uh, it just reminded me of all you could eat red sauce. Uh, this kid chunks there. It was like a girl at a party was like, "Man, if I eat any more of this red sauce, I'm gonna blow chunks." And and chunks just goes, "Eat all the red sauce you want." So like that, that's like one. That's like one. Nice. That's in the head for my Turn the negative into a positive. Way to go, yeah, chunks. Waiting for that. Way to go, yeah, chunks. Fell right into his lap. Just nailed Good it. Job. I have to find my notes now because I got all the Kaneko in up. You know, after all these weeks, you guys never ask how my week is. How was your week, Jim? It was fine. All right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> quick note, let's move on before we talk about WrestleMania. We'll talk about WrestleMania first because I'm sure everybody just is dying to hear our hot takes. Um, <laughs> quick notes, Tony Storm and Samoa Joe are officially in AEW. Tony Storm had a match on Wednesday. She won. She's in the Owen oh, Hart Classic or whatever the fuck they're calling it. And Samoa Joe went and wrestled at the Ring of Honor show in over WrestleMania weekend. 
Oh, uh, speaking of hot takes, everybody at every show in WrestleMania weekend saw match of the year. Just want to let you know. Mm-hmm. There was match of the years all over the place and stuff that no one could see unless you were live. Match of the year. It's like when Dave Meltz comes out and says, yeah, this match from Britain that no one watched is the match of the year. No, one of the so. matches of the year. You're like, all right, pal. So that happened a lot. So thoughts. Tony Storm and Samoa Joe are officially AW. Brandon. No, that's great. I, I think I like under the Ring of Honor brand, Samoa Joe coming back. I didn't see who he wrestled, but I've definitely done that, like going to a concert, been like, that's the best concert I've ever seen. And then you look at the video you took on your phone, and you're like, eh, it wasn't that special. It's just everybody's real pumped up for the to get to the secret show, the, the big wrestling weekend of the year. So I, I say it's, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. It's the most fun I've had in a long time. That's what I always say. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you went to that. The greatest thing ever. Go ahead. I'm sorry. When you went to that DDT thing in in New York, you were like, "This is the most like." You could have easily been cornball and walked out there and be like, "That was the best wrestling show of the year." I was. I stand by. It's the that is the most fun I've ever had in a live event of any kind in my entire life. Was DDT in America in New York? I didn't stop laughing from the moment I got in there. It was so much fun. Except for the weird people that were there. But that's a wrestling show. There was some guy who was calling himself um, uh, Suplex Steve or something. I forget what he was calling himself. He's like, Suplex Steve, find me on Twitter. Suplex Steve on Twitter. I couldn't find this guy when I looked after it. (laughs) You can't. He's so fucking coked up. (laughs) 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 And I'm like watching this guy because he's nearby me. Like, you know, you can't avoid him because he won't. But then uh, Dino comes out, and Dino comes out, and he's doing his whole thing where he um, makes out with dudes in the crowd, and he's running through. And I, I told I told the person I was with, I was like, I'm definitely trying to get a kiss from Dino. I got to make out with Dino. And, like, I got in the way. <laughs> he didn't kiss me, and I was very disappointed. I was very offended, honestly, that he didn't kiss me. But uh, uh, Suplex, Steve, Suplex Steve ran for the hills. He was so scared. His face was like, get away from me. Get away from me. That's good stuff. I had so much fun at that show. Best show I've had, best show of the year, of the uh, best match of the year that year. No, there was none of them. It was just a lot of fun. You can have a lot of fun and not have the best match of the year on your card. Chris, thoughts? I'm seeing a lot. I was seeing a lot of um, internet disappointment in Tony Storm getting the win over the bunny. Um, you know, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. And I'm just sitting there like, what bunny's there for? Look, look, here's the deal. Um, People know who Tony Storm is. More people would know who Tony Storm is than the bunny. And that could possibly drive more eyes to your product. That's the end result here, guys. It also, Tony Storm to is, is generally thought of as one of the best women pro- professional she's, wrestlers on the planet. So it's like. She's fucking tremendous. That match against the bunny, I loved it. Yeah, like, it was good. She was really good. It was really fucking good. And she had her, she had her foot on the, we'll get into it. I'll, uh, it's going to connect to later, but she had her foot on the gas pedal. Like, you know, uh, most, I, I would say most wrestlers, but females in general, kind of when they come over from somewhere else and they're really high, high regarded, you know, really well regarded, they have their foot on the gas pedal. They have to take it off kind of for WWE because it's all this silly fucking character work. Mm-hmm. And they, she had the ability to put her, put her, put her foot down on a pedal again and just go full steam. And she was fucking amazing. She, yeah, she, also, she also went against the bunny who is a good worker. So it's yes. like, she's well, one of the problems we have with AEW. I'm not going to go on a whole AEW thing. I really don't want to talk about AEW this week. We'll just glance over it. But 
one of the problems we have with AEW, and we saw when Hikaru Shida, she went back to Japan and she did a show for TJPW and then she did a show for Ice Ribbon. And she's moving at 110% over there. And all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, this woman is really good and everybody else in AEW stinks. They got to slow back a little. We got to take it back a little bit for these people that aren't necessarily as experienced or could possibly hurt themselves in these matches. You know what I mean? So they have a very inexperienced roster. So they stuck her in with the money and she put on a great match. Will she do the same thing with like a red velvet or something like that? I don't know. Okay, Brandon, thoughts? I'm still laughing at uh, that weekend you were, we were referring to. Chris, your wife and I drove down the next morning. I'm laughing, picturing you meeting up with us with like a cold sore from D from the night before. <laughs> from DDT? Me? Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, Chris, your wife and I drove down and oh. like we met up with you and be like, "Whoa, what? A, it's a big, big night last night. I got to woke up with a cold sore." Cause, I got a hickey. Know, <laughs> yeah. <I got> a, <laughs> really got into the night. It was the most fun I ever had. <laughs> most fun I ever had. This dude banged me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dino by the way, up. I won't be going home with you guys tonight. Sorry. Yeah. Um, anything else about AEW? Samoa Joe? Anything like that? Got any points you want to make about AEW? Because I don't want to talk about it for the rest of the show. No. Nah. Unless we talk about next week's Dynamite. Oh, they put out a uh, Blackpool Battlers Club, whatever it's called. A new t-shirt? It's just the logo. Okay. Remember what I was saying? All it would have to have was the logo and nothing else? Yeah. They put out one that was just the Blackpool Fighting Club or whatever logo. Sure. Mox was oh. wearing it. How's it look? Do you, are you going to wear it? No. I'm just saying. We were talking about it last week, and I said it would look better if it was just the logo and not fucking whatever was on the shirt. A hand yes. with knuckles. Knuckles and fists. Brass knuckles. Yeah. So that's it. Done. We're done. Let's move on. WrestleMania? Uh, yeah. First of all, uh, they had a two-hour pre-show on both of these shows and not a single match inside of it. Right? <laughs> That's sacrilege, yeah. I was six o'clock is late enough for an, an event to start that you know is going to go all night. So I was kind of waiting around when it turned to six, flipped it on, and quickly realized that we weren't going to get anything here in the in the two hours. So I ended up turning turning it back off. So they were saying stupendous every five minutes. I didn't really stupendous, know what was going on. Stupendous. Everything was stupendous. I um, I uh, night two I was at work and my wife wanted to watch. The Grammys, not not so much that she's like, I'm taking over the TV and watch the Grammys, but I it was like a, do I put her through WrestleMania because I know I got to watch it, or I was going to stay at work and watch WrestleMania because I figured out how to get Peacock on our TV, and I sat there at six o'clock and I'm texting her. I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll just stay up here and watch the, you know, watch them. Six thirty rolled around. I realized the fucking show wasn't going to start till eight. I was going to be there for six hours. Not getting paid, not drinking, just sitting at work watching wrestling. I was like, "Yeah, I'm coming home." <laughs> what? Did, I, I don't get it, man. How do, how do people have time for this shit? Chris, thoughts? You know, I was going to say there there wasn't a match during the pre-show at all, and um, it didn't make a difference because I've never watched one of their fucking pre-shows to begin with, so uh, they don't exist to me. When it was one one day, I would watch the pre-show. Oh, oh! When Mania was one day, one day, yeah, yeah. But you're act- you're adding four extra hours of con- of useless content 
you're adding another WrestleMania of useless contact on top of two uh, two nights of WrestleMania because they were all four or four and a half hours. The actual card. I, I really is it to get ad space in? I'm just curious as to why they even do it. I know like, why. Back in the day, they used to do it to get you to buy it, right? They give you a couple cool matches and they, and they would go off. It's the same thing, but they're doing it. What they do is they give it to the pre-show. I think the entire pre-show is on USA for free. So I think they're trying to get people to buy that pay-per-view if they haven't done it or order Peacock plus ad, plus ad revenue. Hmm. Right. Brandon, businessman, what do you think? No, I think you nailed it. I was texting some of my friends that would typically watch. And I think people still are like, what the fuck is Peacock? Where even do I get WrestleMania? So it's probably two hours of TV time to just be like, come over here. You probably have Comcast. Just download the fucking thing. It's free. Or if not, it's $6 just to, to get people in the door. So that's probably exactly what it is. Yeah. How many times do we hear about things and it doesn't even register? And then you're eventually like, oh, wait, I can do that. <laughs> you wouldn't. How many times do I tell Chris to watch uh, match four through eight? And he forgets until 20 minutes before the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I actually watched it. I was like, wait a minute. Well, I've seen this. That's why the next text was, I think I have brain damage. Like if I pulled up the, the 10 most popular streaming services, I'll see if I can get it up quickly. Uh, Peacock's probably not in the top 10. Right. It's got to be. Here it is at number eight, right behind Fubo TV. So it's like so nobody's Fub- fucking on it. Fubo TV is above Peacock. Peacock, so, I don't know how many buildings <laughs> or how many houses Comcast is in, and Peacock is probably couldn't a, tell you a one small reason fraction, to get it. Right, a small fraction of those people that have Comcast. So, uh, can I add too that um, when when Peacock first launched, if you had Xfinity, you got it commercial free for free. Not anymore. There's fucking commercials on it. I thought it was commercials from the beginning. It, it is I didn't nonsense. have them. In the beginning, I didn't have them. So maybe it was just a couple-month deal. So, you know, they, they it's like, oh, you can get all these things for free. No, you know. No, because if you have Xfinity or any other cable, <laughs> you're paying, you're overpaying for this. It just falls into that, like, just make up the difference between what the product's actually worth and what you're paying for it and all that billions of dollars that they rake in during the course of the year and mm-hmm. they just throw you this bone, this little tiny thing that, yeah, it's, it's, ugh, I never use it. It's a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, it worked a lot better for WrestleMania. Uh, I had no problems with it, but still uh, it's fuck it. Yeah. I did like that. They had a uh, waiting screen while you waited for, like you could log in and get ready for WrestleMania and you could wait for it to start instead of, not being able to log in until five minutes ahead of time. It was like 15 yeah. minutes. You could just put it on. It's like, yeah, your program will start soon with the WWE logo. With the sweet-ass fucking wait tune. It was like, do do You like that tune. It's fucking jamming. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. Shall we move on? Let's talk about the card. All right. I'm going to warn listeners ahead of time. We're not going to shit on this. Right? I'm not going to shit on this. We're not WWE watchers. All this stuff, I had no idea what was going on. Really didn't care. I skipped through all the fucking explanations because it doesn't matter to me i just wanted to have some fun so let's start off with the first match tag team match for the wwe smackdown tag championship the usos defeated shinsuke and boogs by pinfall six minutes 55 seconds uh brandon thoughts boogs got hurt right 
Boogs, yeah, Boogs tore, tore his quad, I think. Um, Quadriceps tendon. Quadriceps tendon, yeah. He was trying to lift up both of the Usos at once. But, again, I I did what I said last week. I'm really trying to get into this, put it on live. Just burnt two hours uh, watching something else because you turn it on the first time and there's nothing for you. And then you get hit with Shinsuke Nakamura, one of the greatest wrestlers in New Japan history, is a walking Mike's hard Arnold Palmer ad. So just like right off the bat, kind of bad taste in my mouth. So had to had to push through through that. I think I turned it off for a second time after the Boogs match. Chris thoughts? Um, I didn't mind. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you this: the first night I watched all the way through from beginning to end live. Um, this match. I mean, you know, the fact that he walked out in an ad, I don't give a shit. It didn't even occur to me, and then I realized it after a while. Um, uh, uh, I did learn the lesson that to um, to attempt to uh, squat two uh, fairly large Samoan dudes at the same exact time on 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 top of each other, it's probably not the best idea under any circumstances, especially not on the fly on live TV. So, yeah, that dude blew his uh, patella tendon or his mm-hmm. uh, quadriceps just- tendon. Whatever, doesn't matter. And um, I, I, I would not be surprised if that was – I don't know if it was supposed to go the other way, but it, it probably was supposed to last a little bit longer. They improv. And I thought yeah. they did a good job of it. They did. But you had a – I, I was going to say you have a pro in the ring. You got three pros in the ring. Like them or not, the Usos have been around a long time. and know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can manage all that wrestling with um, extracurricular activities, get anybody else fired. But whatever. I thought it was good. I wasn't. I wasn't angry, and it was a good way to start the show. It's just a shame somebody got hurt. Yeah. Next up, singles match. Drew McIntyre with a sword defeated Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss in his corner. Um, I'll be honest with you. I skipped to the sword. <laughs> that's that's all I watched of this match. Eight minutes and thirty five seconds. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, like I said, I'm trying to pace myself here. Did the same thing. I'm like, I got to turn this off. I'm not. I do, I just, I'm, I'm going to lose steam rapidly here. So Sydney will fall asleep. Uh, keep an eye on Twitter. I saw them him chopping up the ring mm-hmm. with the with the sword. Some conflicting takes on whether or not it was a real sword. <laughs> did I, I didn't watch the match? Were they doing a lot of rope work before this happened? Chris, did you watch the match? You know, so I, my entire plan was I decided earlier on the week that what I was going to do is throw WrestleMania on. Watch a match. If I really wasn't feeling it, I was going to leave it on in the basement. If I really wasn't feeling it, I was just going to go upstairs and watch something on the other TV with my wife. Um, I think I did that during this match where I was buried in my phone. So I don't know. Doesn't matter. We had no, we had no interest in it. No. No. Drew. Drew. Champ. He was the champ. For a while. For a long time. Mm hmm. Next up, tag team match. The Miz and Logan Paul defeat Rey Mysterio and Dominic via pinfall. 11 minutes and 15 seconds. Logan Paul had a super rare Pokemon around his neck. Um, Brandon said that this is the bad. This is the bad one, right? Is this the evil one or is this the less evil one? This is the Suicide Forest guy, but I think he's like the better of the two. As you far said as, like, this charm. Suicide Forest guy is less evil than the guy that the fighter guy. Right. Yeah, Logan. I think Logan Paul, and again, this is like thirty minutes of of knowledge. I think is like the plays less of a dickhead as his personality. But he did leave someone hanging in the forest while he took pictures, right? Uh, common mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, hold on. Uh, Can I ask you this? Was the person yeah. that was hanging already dead? Yeah, they were dead. 
So they don't Very much so. They didn't care. Oh, okay. Um, Brandon, thoughts on this match? WWE, I think, it, you know, both nights here is pretty good at this. They, they, they pull a celebrity out of, and make them look legitimate. Uh, I thought Logan Paul worked well. Dominic and, and Ray were entertaining for uh, this spot in the card. And the Miz turns on it, beats him up. So I'm wondering if Logan Paul is like now going to stay with WWE for a little bit. Who knows? Chris, thoughts? I know. I, look, once again, I didn't mind it. I like the uh, Eddie Guerrero um, love machine gear yeah. that the yeah. uh, that that Dominic and Ray were wearing. Even though love Locos? machine is that what they were called? The Green Locos? Locos. I think so. Yeah. Although love machine ended up <laughs> being a it's bit of a child a molester. Yeah, well, we know. Uh, horrible human being, but we didn't <laughs> yeah. know that back then. Um, As kids watching be- AAA, we had no idea what no, he was doing it- on the side. I think he ended up being Beetlejuice for a while in uh, WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I didn't mind this. Um, one thing I could do without is that, you know, the Corey Graves knows everything. So when he came down with the Pokemon card, and he's like, it looks like he's got a, you know, a Byron Saxton or whoever the other guy is. It looks like he's got a, what's he got around his neck? You idiot, that's an expensive Pokemon card. Like, you know, can you do the specifics. Yeah, can we not? Can we just not? I think then, it's kind of. I think it's kind you of know, funny that he does I, that. I like, just who would know that? I'm tired. I guess I'm just like the dynamic is. Can we just change the dynamic just a little bit? Because <laughs> once again, I say this all the time. You know, reruns. Uh, we saw it last week. We saw it the week before. I've been saying it for 20 years in WWE. Can the heel announcer not be that much of a heel every time? Um, but no, I didn't hate it either. And you know, Logan Paul's in pretty goddamn good shape. He looked more legit than most of the guys in AEW right now. Yeah, this was, uh, I, it, it's a common theme, I guess, that WWE fans don't like Dominic Mysterio. Is there a reason for this? Do we know, Brandon? I don't know. If I had, like, the reason that I don't like him is he still very much looks like Rey Mysterio's kid and not a proper WWE wrestler in the right. sense of his, like, physical shape. He, he's got the, the same arms as me. I could see that, like, breaking the fourth wall for them and just kind of tainting the experience. Again, th- these people are out of their fucking minds. That's the main reason. You're talking about the fan base, right? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I thought this was fun. 11 minutes. Can't do better than that. It was good. Well, that's the other thing. They didn't draw it out. It was 11 fucking minutes. Yeah, it was over. How long was Happy any... Corbin? Corbin? Eight minutes. Uh, that was eight minutes too long. So. Yeah, the sword versus sword part was the best part. Go ahead. It's your lucky day, actually. They are changing the dynamic uh, at the announcer's table, Corey Graves has taken a few weeks oh. off for his wedding, and and Jerry the King Lawler subbing in. So it's going to be believe this got guy. worse. Can you believe this guy is back? Can, can I just, look, we don't we don't watch WWE. I just want to jump ahead because we're talking to Corey, about Corey Graves, and I'll and I'll get off it. Um, I saw an, an Instagram <laughs> Instagram post today where he was like sloppy tongue kissing his wife at the announcer's. T- Desk. It was the fucking worst heelish thing to do. I, I saw it. I was like, I saw this one. I was like, oh god, it was fucking fantastic. Their tongues were all over the place and shit. Stuff. All right, let's move on. Uh, singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defeated the champ Becky Lynch via pinfall. Nineteen minutes and ten seconds. Brandon, go ahead. I thought this was great. This is when I like kind of finally was like, okay, time to go here. Uh, awesome match. Becky, I don't know if she, I want I think it was intentional, but she looked a little bit uh, off 
throughout this, whether it be her new haircut and kind of demeanor. But uh, she kicked Bianca Belair right in the eye. Fucked her yeah, eye up pretty really. good. But uh, it was really entertaining. Great, great uh, match from these two. Should have been the the latter of the two female matches. So, Chris? Uh, it was a good match. Uh, I've said it a million times. Uh, and these two do nothing for me whatsoever. Nothing. Okay. You, yeah, I that's all I got. Here, well, th- you know, and that's fine. I am in the yeah. minority here. That's yeah. fine. I just like for some reason these two don't resonate with me, and I don't get it. I thought Becky Lynch looked great. You know, I was really like just by the way she looked. She looked great in the ring. Um, I just, you know, I, I I don't know what it is about. I I it's not it's not a talent thing. It's it's not like oh they can't wrestle. They're fu- both fucking great. Um, Bianca Belair to me that baby face. 90-90-90 baby face that she plays, this, like, weird, like, in-your-face kind of... I, I I don't get the character. Um, I know that it's not geared towards, you know, 47-year-old fucking dudes, because, you know, we, we, we play sports is played with honor. <laughs> I, it just doesn't... It doesn't resonate with me. It's just... It's more heelish than anything else. You know what I'm talking about. I can't believe... Years ago... Wait a minute. I, I was just going to tell you this story real fast. We'll get through it. Uh, a couple of years ago, Brandon, I don't know if you remember this. I'm watching an eagle... I'm at work. And I'm, we've got the Eagles-Giants on. And Saquon Barkley breaks to the outside. And as he beats the linebacker, and he knows he's going to run like 40 yards for a touchdown, he looks over his shoulder at him and goes, Peace! And fucking kicks it in the gear and blows him away. I thought it was amazing when he did that because I'm a wrestling fan and it was fucking awesome. One of the guys sitting at the bar screams, Just you should, no, I got you. You should cut his fucking fingers off for that. Wow. So, you know, I mean, but to me, I just, the character, it just annoys me. And that's it. That's all I got to say about that. Billy it. Robinson in you is coming out. <sighs> Billy Robinson. He's the greatest. British pro wrestler of all time. Oh, I thought we were still on football. Okay. No. Yeah, sorry. I get confused easily. I like this match. Um, it was a little clunky at times. Uh, Peggy Lynch is one of these people that's like, it's like Julia. Julia, they, they try to clown her by cutting her hair off. They cut Peggy Lynch's hair and she looked way cooler with yeah. that hair that she did. Um, yeah. And the right person won. Yeah. It was a little clunky. If you think of like, there was the one spot where, um, Bianca Belair almost drops Peggy Lynch in the ring, and then they do like a kind of makeshift pin type thing. And then, of course, the whatever the fuck Becky Lynch is doing from the top rope with the spinning kick to the face was absolutely insane. Um, like that was immediate. Like Bianca Belair's face as she's celebrating in the ring, her eye was closing, and her eyelashes, oh, okay. her fake eyelashes, were turning up towards the ceiling. But yeah. I found this very enjoyable. I, I, again, I don't watch WWE at all. Becky Lynch just, when we were looking, I, I was watching with my girlfriend, we were like, she just looks like she's going to lose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she did. I like all her, uh, her, she had like a tutu around her ankles. Black tutu around her ankles. Yeah, that jacket out. she had on. Was, like, she just looked nuts. I don't know. <laughs> it was great. Shall we? Singles match. Uh, Seth Rollins was guaranteed a, uh, Aged a, 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 a opponent at WrestleMania went into Vince McMahon's office, danced on his table. He said, "I'm going to give you an opponent of my choosing." 
And uh, it was Cody Rhodes. Um, 20 minutes, 21 minutes and 40 seconds, Cody Rhodes defeats Seth freaking Rollins by pinfall. WWE fans are now rejoicing. Cody Rhodes is back. <laughs> they hated him. Because the, and they, but three weeks ago, they fucking hated him. They called him every name in the book. AW fans are losing a gasket. Their fucking steam is shooting out of their ears. Because Cody Rhodes has betrayed them. <laughs> what, what the fuck? How the fuck is one man's favorite mid-carter causing this much trouble? Brandon <laughs> Yeah, this was a real mind melter for the, uh, internet wrestling community. I think people are having a hard time coming up with the take for this. Uh, got it a massive applause when he came out very loud with the crowd. But, uh, I like that he, I, I think I'm stealing this from somebody online that I, I like that he went and did the whole AW loop, built this company just to circle back around to be in the middle of the card and night one of a two, <laughs> two night WrestleMania. Right. He's right back where he was exactly where he needed to be. <laughs> That's First what they thought. paid for. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what they paid for was tonight there or Saturday night. That was the big reaction after this. I'm, I can see it going sour. I, I think the paychecks are going to start to, to, uh, not solve whatever mental problem led him to leave in the first place. Right. He's going to be stuck. Chris. I really like this. I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was really good. I really liked the fact that Cody Rhodes came out to his, the same music he had in AW. Um, I, I don't know, but I've been told no soul. I was doing this to my wife when it was on. Sit up down on center. She was like, what are you doing? I said, wait. And then she started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I thought this was a really good match. It was exciting. It was well put together. You know, I'm not a fan of Seth Rollins at all. Um, just, I don't know. Something about him just makes me want to change the channel. But, uh, you know, he's been in a lot of really good matches, and uh, this was another one. And I really enjoyed this. And I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they made some creative control promises to him that made him come to, to, come to WWE. Maybe he gets some sort of veto. You know, when they try to stuff them back in Stardust, because it's happening. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to do it. It's going to happen. Um, but, uh, you know, whatever. Paycheck was probably fucking huge. Yeah. Do a lot I of read, shit for a lot of money. I read a lot of, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess he did like post WrestleMania uh, press scrum. Apparently it was personal issues. Between him and some people in AEW, but he wishes them nothing nothing but the best. Um, I didn't watch okay. Raw. Did you guys watch Raw? I watched a little bit of it, yeah. No. Good for you. They got you. Brandon, did you watch Raw? I watched got it. Every, I watched the beginning of it every Monday. Oh. Brandon, did you watch it? No. Okay. <laughs> Good. I watched I wanted to see what either uh Roman or Cody was gonna say. And then Cody after was the, on, I guess, the last five minutes of Raw. He was on the pro. He was the opening promo. Oh, he was the opening promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the opening promo. So they had him on. Uh, the promo was clunky. He kept. My dad. Yeah, my I don't dad think. I think that was fake. I think that was fake. Uh, and um, yeah, wasn't that great? Um, you know, and and my biggest. It, it, as soon as it went to a spot where uh, they always go, which is 
I'm going to say this promo and I'm going to get you really emotionally involved in it to where it might actually carry you and keep carrying you for a couple of weeks. We're going to get you right to that point where you're actually bought into it and then we're going to fucking interrupt it. With a dude. With, with a dude. And I don't know why they do this. They do it all the time. They've been doing it for years. WCW. They always come walking out like, yeah, like this fucking die. promo. And then another guy comes out and then a third and a fourth and they're like, whoa, hey, for I don't shit, like you. And then for fucking shit. same shit. I'm over it. No, I mean that this was entertaining. I, I didn't mention that up front, but I was like definitely standing up like, well, I got to see him come out. I, I looked at my phone a couple times. Big pyro. <laughs> big, big pyro. Big, humongous pyro. Scared the shit out of people in the audience. I think people thought maybe uh, when all the lights went off that maybe um, good right old... Now? I wish he was right now. Not right now. I'll ride back. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, fucked up my own joke. Good old, uh, 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 what's his name? The guy with the box like structure guy. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. The Brayman was coming. Was hey, you think that was probably like one of the few saving graces for Cody Rhodes up before we move on is like after how bad the AEW pyro is and the, the pyro bombs they've had. Like they absolutely nail that. I don't know how they do it, but it's, it goes off like seamlessly every single time. It's like, if I'm coming out, I'm getting that WWE money. We're going to do $25,000 of fireworks in eight seconds. Yes. <laughs> and it's going to work. <laughs> I think, I think when you've been doing it as long as they have and you're a multi-billion dollar international entertainment corporation, you might be able to do fireworks well. <laughs> That's I don't know that green slime though. Timed explosions are timed explosions. I appreciate it. I do too. All right. All right, singles match for the WWE uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair defeated Ronda Rousey via pinfall. Brandon, go ahead. Yeah, in and out of this one. I, I wasn't feeling it from the beginning. Uh, Ronda, I think, was a little bit clunky from what I was watching, but not bad. I, I don't think it, it hit the highs of the Becky and Bianca match. But Chris, thoughts? Um. Yeah, this was clunky. Um, they made, I don't know if this was just my mind working overtime or if this was what they're actually trying to do, but they made a mini Nate, uh, little Nate ref reference and, uh, referring to the referee, whatever that guy's name is that played the little nature boy on uh, mm-hmm. WCW. Uh, they made one of those references. And at that moment, I said to myself, man, they haven't called him mini Nate in a long time. Um, um she's, Something wonky is going to happen with the ref here. Uh, I don't know that that was there was connection between the two. I could have just been making that up, but mm. this was, was, there, was I didn't watch this match. So, <laughs> so Robinson was his name, by the way. Yeah, that's who the name. Charles Robinson. Um, he he counted to three while Charlotte had her foot on the rope, and then he waved off the three count. They never do this any other time, right? Oh no, I, I didn't see it. it. It wasn't. I didn't see it. I already called it. I can't reverse it. <laughs> I mean, pro wrestling needs a fucking an army of continuity people working for them. But anyway, they did that. He called off. He called off the three count. Uh, uh, Ronda Rousey didn't get to win, and she started pitching a fit. And then um, I, I forget the sequence, but somehow. Charles Robinson was in between Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, who was knocked out on her ass. She got up. She ran around Charlotte, uh, Charles Robinson, she being Charlotte Flair, and kicked Ronda Rousey in the face and knocked her out. Nice. And then got the pin. 
Um, so it was like, yeah, I beat her, but you know, there's bullshit involved. So this will probably go on because, you know, let's just keep doing the same shit over and over again. And, um, I mean, you know, there were a couple, she did a couple really nice judo throws off the ropes, which were pretty amazing that she was able to pull that off, uh, with nobody getting hurt. And, um, but like I said, clunky and, uh, and, you know, I'm into Charlotte Flair. I think she's, she's fucking great. And uh, it was, it was all right. Yeah. You know, I I watched the whole thing. I wasn't buried in my phone the whole time. So I didn't watch. I denied Ronda Rousey my time. Like she denies Sandy Hook. Let's move on. No holds barred match. No cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens comes to the ring. He does his little setup with the KO show. He starts in Salt, Texas. Stone Cold Steve Austin does this whole. No talking about Texas. And then um, Kevin Owens says, "I didn't bring you down here to talk. I brought you down here to pick a fight." And he did. And we got Stone Cold Steve Austin in a fucking match, fifty-six whatever years old. Brandon, thoughts? Brandon, die? Sure. Chris, thoughts? <laughs> go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, you go ahead, Chris. All right. So, um, I, I, I don't think there's words enough to, to say how happy that this fucking made me. This this had everything you could want from a Steve Austin match, right? It had beers. It had mud holes. It had more beers. It had fucking that clothesline that he does. The only thing it didn't have was a Luthes press. It had the fucking ATV. It had the four-wheeler. Well, that was great. I mean, him throwing – Kevin Owens trying to get the four-wheeler stuff. Kevin Owens is a fucking – he's a national tre- – Canadian national treasure. He, I, called you know, his, he called it his golf cart. His golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Golf cart, he called it. Um, but it proves that, you know, I always say this. I, I, I tell people I'm not a moves guy. I'm a story guy. Um, you could do all the moves in the fucking world. If it makes no sense, it's, I mean, it's impressive physically, but uh, it doesn't really, uh, it doesn't really suck me in story wise. Stone called punch, kick, clothesline, suplex, and was pretty much better than anything else on that fucking card at 50 some fucking years old. And his brother looks like a, just a weird version of him, like Jerry O'Connell and his and his twin brother. His twin brother. Yeah, yeah. So it's so fucking good. Uh, it ends with him stunning Byron Saxon, which Byron you knew was going to fucking happen as soon yep. as he got in the ring. Yes, he did. He called him into the ring. <laughs> called him into the ring like this motherfucker's getting stunned. Um, but yeah, I couldn't. I, this this was this was a fucking WrestleMania. Like you talk about WrestleMania moments. I never thought I'd see that again, and I did. And fucking, it was fantastic. I loved it. Very good. Yeah, Chris nailed it. I, this fucking excited me. I didn't, they actually got me. I didn't think that they were going to go this far with it, seeing Stone Cold get suplexed onto the concrete in the crowd. You just kind of surreal. You're like, I can't, I, my partner is asleep on the couch. I'm just like, wanted to say, wake someone up, just be like, holy shit, I can't believe that they're actually doing this. Uh, it's all the nostalgia in the world. Kevin Owens, like, really deserved that spot. And, you know, like, I, some psychologist inside of me was like, Vince knows how big of a moment this is. And I'm happy that he picked Kevin Owens, the huge Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. More importantly, the, the performer and entertainer to be out there. I loved when Stone Cold was, like, milking it. 
his entrance and they cut to KO in the ring and he like kind of just rolls his eyes and he's like, fuck this guy, yeah. man. Like <laughs> un- underselling the biggest name they possibly could have brought out was really made it to me and him not leaning into the moment and, and ever indulging in the fact that this meant anything to him, uh, like really made it an A plus. And then Stone Cold just, I don't know, 30, 40 beers afterwards. He was, <laughs> he dropped a couple. They're all, he's, like the rust was there. He's squeezing the cans. They're spraying down his shirt, hardly touching his mouth. He's laughing at it. Like the guy just has everybody in the palm of his hand immediately after all that time. He knew it. Everybody knew it. it was fun. No middle fingers. We didn't get any middle fingers. I forget the one where he would get down on his stomach and kick his feet and, and flip the other guy off. I don't think we got that. But besides that, I was just like, uh, the fucking laps around it with the, the camo thing, the kid rock, dude, like nothing hit me. Like how old I am. Like that was my first, like, Oh wow. This is really dated when every stone cold comp beforehand is a kid rock ball with the ball. Yo, 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 I don't give a shit. I'm going to tell you right now. I fucking loved it. (laughs) As embarrassing as I, as embarrassed I, as I am of loving it. I, I fucking, I was fucking, I was in my fucking basement, like, pow, knocking lamps over and shit. But I don't know any words, I just yelled shit. Pow, it's a pow, a pow, a pow, a pow, So, I mean, like, and when they show that, when they show that montage, I could watch that montage of the Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon shit a million fucking times. The fucking gun. Where fucking McMahon's like, scared the, all of it. The fucking, the truck is, I, that's actually one of the ones I don't, it, it's just the middle finger. Everybody's getting a finger. Everybody's getting stunned. What's the fucking, truck? What do you mean? You the beer truck. The beer oh, the beer truck. Beer so that's good. But the rest of it, just his work. The fucking, just, I, it was so, you forget how fucking great it was. It was so good. And I remember I was watching WCW. And Jimmy told me, you got to watch WWF, fucking Stone Cold's on a tear. Yeah. And I immediately started watching Raw and never watched WCW again. Was I in college at the time? I think you were, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we used to get together every Monday night and watch it, all the guys in the dorm, and laugh our asses off. It was amazing. So good. Yeah, this was great. This was fucking fantastic. This was how. This is exactly what I expect WrestleMania to be like. I expect it to be shit like this. Insanity. If it's every not, year, and it's matches and all this other shit. Like I'm trying to think of the stuff I remember, like just without looking at the list. Stone Cold, stupid sword. Um, like all that shit's like that's fun. Like that's what this is supposed to be all about. It's supposed to be fun, and it was. This was great. Can I, uh, uh, Chris, you can go ahead. No, no, I just had a point. I made this point before. I'll make it again. I know I brought this story up before, so I'll just tell it real quick. We watched the pay-per-view. It was the one where Kurt Angle was in the shield because Roman was sick. He had a, one of them was sick. Right. And it was terrible. Braun Strowman, there was a trash truck. And you know, it was terrible. Was that the crunk? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We all watched it together. I'm getting to a point. It was, it wasn't good. That was shit. It was shit. But all the guys watching it together had so much fucking fun that night. Mm-hmm. That's what's the difference, right? 
as long as they're putting together a product that's either just so over the top and insane or it's so enthralling that you watch it and you're riveted by it, you're having a good time. Who gives a shit what they're doing as long as you're having fun? Then that's what this was on the I, – I, I mean, I point to Naked Midian. Naked Midian. Right? <laughs> Naked moment. Midian. And Jimmy is at the screen pointing at him. Like, oh, my guy's naked. Guy's fucking naked. He's naked. Oh, it's a fucking, fucking naked. Oh, God. Look at him. He's fucking naked. Now, mind you, I think Jimmy had been drinking since, like, 8 o'clock in the morning that <laughs> But that was another one. That was another one, man. We fucking had so much fun. Then Jimmy tried to take, tried to throw a snowball at me, and his whole body whipped around, and he fell on his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Good times. Great night. <laughs> Brandon, th- final thoughts on Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens, or the pay-per-view in general. I mean, yeah, I could go all night on, on this specifically Stone Cold. I hope someone can ever get there again. I refuse to lo- lose hope that it won't happen ever again, it, although it doesn't seem like it. But, yeah, it's the the point is that it, it's supposed to be so much fucking fun. You, you need to get the person that doesn't want to be there watching it to go, yo, I don't care. I know wrestling's stupid, but that's entertaining. Right. And they did that. So, is there a bigger professional wrestler? Just professional wrestling. Sure, The Rock is. The Rock's what The Rock is. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Stone Cold Steve Austin brings me. There is no more joy in a professional wrestler on my screen than Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think he's he, he rejuvenates. He yep. rejuvenated my whole feeling for WWE. Will it keep me watching? No, because I'm not going to see Stone Cold Steve Austin. But I will watch the pay-per-views again, which I haven't been doing for months. Like, honestly, Brandon, what do you think? No, yeah, I feel the same. And I I think we both know enough to go, know, hey, I just left with the best taste in my mouth. Let's call it. We were at the casino. We're right up. Leave. I win. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it. I got what I wanted. Uh, maybe I'll see you next March or April 5th or whatever it is. But no, it's oh my god, it's so refreshing. It's like this is what this is what I like. Yeah, <laughs> it's what I like. Oh man! All right, uh, final thoughts, Chris, before we move on to the night two. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, this yeah, is no. this is they should they should um, they should strive for this every fucking year, no matter how insane it was. And right? you know, mind you, mind you, we don't watch every week, so we don't get stuck in the repetition. So this is like. Like WrestleMania, this is what WrestleMania should be like. Yes. Just put every, throw everything at the wall and be like, we're doing everything fucking insane. We haven't even gotten to night two yet. I just thought of something too. You know, all the fans, when the fans bitch and moan, you get a Logan Paul, you get all these eyes, they get these superstars in there and the fans bitch and moan. Who was in the main event, the first WrestleMania? Right. Mr. T. Who was in the, the, what was the battle royal in the second WrestleMania? It's all football players. The fridge. Right. Yeah. Mr. T fought boxed Roddy Piper in the second WrestleMania. Yeah. There's always you gotta. You gotta. Liberace was that Liberace. Yeah, fuck yeah. I said to my girlfriend, I was like, I I will watch every WrestleMania for the rest of my life. Like that's how excited I was. I probably won't, but two nights is such a standalone event that you don't have to watch shit and just plug right in. This is chaos. If it's when they're good. So, two nights two is tough. Yeah, but, 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 but we're going to go into night two, and I did not watch much of this. I watched a lot of the what I knew I had to watch, and that was it. 
Let's start off. Okay, triple threat tag team match for uh, the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Rick Rowe defeated the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Uh, Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, this was the opener for the opener for the opener for the opener when the doors open at the concert, and I'm like, I'm not going in yet. We're gonna we're gonna save ourselves. I only got so much energy. Skipped it. Chris, I watched. Didn't pay attention. Birds were still flying out of his feet. And uh, yeah, I didn't care. I did see an image of the snake, the snake, three D snakes for when I came to the ring. It looks like it looks like that that gift that you sent me of the bowling ball coming all over the (laughs) strike. Come, Um, yeah, that's a good time to bring it up. Sorry to interrupt you, Jim, but that is one of the fucking corniest things that they do all the time. They got a hold of this like three D graphic projector and they throw it out there fucking constantly. It looks so janky. It looks terrible. We're gonna we're gonna get into my opinion of that in a minute. Well, hopefully you're gonna talk about the giant Roman Reigns. All right, here we go. Uh, singles match, Bobby Lashley defeated almost by pinfall. Six minutes and 35 seconds. Very exciting match that I didn't watch. Brandon, thoughts? I was disappointed. I, this is a, if there's ever been a, a ring collapser to, to breathe air into it the second night, this was it. They didn't go there. Bobby Lashley's hanging off him. Almost is notably large. We've discussed it before, but seeing him in there with Bobby Lashley, it's almost bizarre, but that's all I got. Chris? So, um, let's get to my point. So, almost. So, so they, uh, Bobby Lashley, they introduce Bobby Lashley and it's going boom, 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 boom. And they have the, the upshot of Bobby Lashley and he looks like a fucking, like, he's like a mythical fucking, like, titan, right? And then it's almighty, ruined. <laughs> they showed that graphic totally wiped out how fucking he looked awesome with the fucking the way they had tweaked his music they had the drums beaten and it's just this fucking beast fucking standing there right and then ah whoosh, hurricanes and he's in the middle of it and then it was floating outside the stadium oh i like the big the took stadium me right, shots are my favorite took me right the fuck especially when they do it in the dome so here's a shot of a building. They could have shot the Smiley Times building in Northeast Philly, and it would have fucking been just because <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can't see That's any of the fucking fans. What's know. that? What's Smiley Times? Is that the one with the bar with the polka dots on no, the road? No, no. Smiley Times is some weird yeah. building in Northeast Philly on Ron and the Boulevard. It's been there forever. Yeah, it's like there's... four stories high. That's all. Yeah, just been there forever. <laughs> there forever. We used to drive past it all the time. That's it's like why. the high rise of Northeast Philly. Yeah, it's the high rise. It's like four There's stories. There's no other buildings that are four, four, four stories tall in Northeast Philly. Uh, Next yeah, up. So, sorry, it, 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 we, we should, I want to talk about this a little bit more because it's Go so it. funny because they have the, you have the, it's sunset at the Rose Bowl pan out camera shot of the 90,000 people, however many are there. And then they just like slap right over the top. Bianca Belair, they had a whole marching band come out, and her entrance was awesome. Oh, we didn't talk and about like, that. Yeah. Boom! Gra- fucking huge graphic. You can't see shit anymore. Lipsticks. Right when the yeah. <laughs> oh god, dude! I actually almost pulled a. So we have a friend who's in. Gra- I guess he's in graphic design. And every time we see some crap on the TV, we say that he did. <laughs> this is one of his productions, and I always right, send right, them right. text messages. Hilarious. And I almost did it. Lips with a with a ponytail swinging next to it. Oh, it looks so fucking bad. That's the, shot. Is... That's the best shot. 
who is looking at this and going, oh, that's cool. Although, Vince, we watched a WrestleMania with you one time, and Finn Balor's graphic came in, and it was floating as when they first did it, and somebody there was like, yeah, yeah, with fucking hype. So maybe yeah. we're yeah, just outliers, right. you know, as people with good taste in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Black t-shirts everywhere. Final thoughts on the on the, uh, graphic design. Poop. None. Okay. Poop gif. Poop, poop emoji. Anything goes match. Johnny Knoxville. What a disgrace. Johnny Knoxville was involved. WWE. He doesn't deserve a spot. You deserve a spot. Ricochet. But Johnny Knoxville's in there, and then he defeats WWE superstar named Sami Zayn by pinfall in one of the greatest professional wrestling matches ever put on by WWE. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, shout outs to Wee Man, one of the one of the most uh the best form suplex you'll ever see. Probably the best Fucking form Wee on Man. a suplex all WrestleMania from, from Wee Man on Sami Zayn. When I, I saw Party Boy get out there, I was like, oh, please tell me he's getting his underwear. He's got fucking Gene, like, like Daisy Duke <laughs> song on. Like, come on, man. I couldn't believe they actually did it. I was like, are they going to let him show his bare ass on? on? He's, and, and they got the, like, butt shots. Like, he's coming out of the ring, and it's like, you could totally see his dick and balls. Yo, yo, I, I gotta say it. Pat McAfee had the line. That was the line of the two nights. Wait a minute. Party Boy's ass cheeks were just starting to get over. <laughs> <laughs> so we get Weeman, we get Party Boy, we get Jeff Tremaine and the crew. We get a um a table gets pulled out. It's got a, a bunch of rat traps all over it, but the rat traps not a murder set, but whatever, it doesn't matter. The bowling ball. That's we get our usual trash cans. We get a a foghorn that barely went off, but it was fucking amazing. Uh sparklers up Sami Zayn's asshole. Uh Johnny Maxwell's glasses keep coming off. His Cut, forehead cutting is blistered. Into his is <laughs> completely <laughs> blistered looking. This is the giant hand. Yeah. Gotta give it to Sami yeah, Zayn. I giant gotta hand. give it to Sami Zayn. The yeah. giant hand. What else do we have Fucking there? Fucking brilliant. This couldn't have been better. What? None of the foot. The big leg. The foot contraption <laughs> that he couldn't get to work. None of them could work. The foot didn't work. The giant fucking uh, mouse trap didn't work. <laughs> it worked. It was fucking great. Who gave this, a shit? This is what I would be. Besides Stone Cold Steve Austin, man, this is price of admission if I was at that show. I'd be in tears. I fucking, I fucking laughed my ass off watching fucking Knoxville. I could not stop laughing. And the uh, and the whole time, you know why he, you know why he wears those glasses, right? Because he's blind. Because he fucking powdered his fuck the whole socket of his eye. Yeah. So like his eye is completely reconstructed. He, he he was his eyeball came out of the socket. They put it back in, fixed it, and while it was healing, Chris Pontius made him laugh, and it came out of the socket again. <laughs> so he wears those things. So I'm like, he can't do this without them on. Right. Well, they like, kept you know, handing it to him. They kept, they kept putting it back, back on, taking the time, put it back on, put it back on, put it back on. But at one point, Sammy Zayn even pushes it over to him while he's beating him up. It was, I mean, dude, if you, all right, we had this conversation two weeks ago or a week ago. We're having it again. If you got beef with Johnny Knoxville, we need to reconsider our relationship. Yeah, we Because the friends. dude is fucking, um, he's, he almost murders himself on a fucking yearly basis so that we can laugh at him. I'm glad you guys think that because there's a 20 year gap here and like that's my childhood. That's like the fucking funniest, most charming 
chaotic dude, but I'm surprised to hear that you guys feel the same sort of. So, I mean, dude, he's just a fucking man. We rules. And he's a really, supposedly a really nice guy and everything. And, and he puts his life on the line to entertain us. And (laughs) And he's been doing it forever. And he's not a trained professional. He just gets the shit kicked out of him. I did like that Sami Zayn basically was just like, beat the shit out of him. So much so that when Weeman came out, Weeman allowed, Sami Zayn just took some fucking shots from Weeman. Weeman came out kicking and punching, man. He was throwing some real jabs in there. Weeman. Weeman was fucking beast. I love this, man. I thought this is great. Yeah, Brent. I, I, I don't, I don't want to bring this up, but Dave Meltzer was like, at times this was horrible. He tweets out. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're so, you've lost the plot so fucking far that there, we have a Wee Man. In front of 90,000 people, I'm going to use 90,000, I think it was like 78 plus. 70, some, yeah. 70, 70 was the actual number, I think. But Seven, You have a wee man in front of 70,000 people in a wrestling ring su- suplexing somebody, <laughs> and you don't like that? Like, well, what could be going on in your life? What has happened to you? That you is No joy. That's the peak entertainment. Like, that's what that should get you out of bed in the morning. You should wake up Sunday morning and go, I think I'm going to make breakfast for my, for my family. Because at some point, Wee Man is going to fucking suplex Sami Zayn in front of 75,000 people today. And most days aren't like that. And he goes, horrible. Horrible. So, absolutely horrible times. So, if you, if you, Wee Man is suplexing Sami Zayn. He's uh, body slamming Sami Zayn. 70,000 people through the entire course of that fucking match are going batshit. Laughing their asses off, right? How do you look at that and go, this is bad? Because guess what? It looked like 70,000 people thought it was really fucking good. And if you're comparing it to Okada, Kenny Omega in the Tokyo Dome, I'll, 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 I'll take one of Brandon's line. You're losing the fucking plot. That's the truth. You're missing the point of this whole fucking thing, right? You have to have these fucking things in a show. Not everything could be this fucking grappling fucking spectacular. You need seriousness. You need athletic action, high flyers. You need grapplers. A little bit for everybody. You need guys. It's a fucking circus. And you need guys to make assholes out of themselves. And that's what I give Sami Zayn credit. Sami Zayn is always willing to look like shit. Always. He's paid for it. Yep. And he has no problem sticking his ass out there. Yep, Kevin Owens is another one. Yeah. And he's like, fuck okay, it, I'll be the tough guy this week and the clown next week. I don't fucking care. This was so good. And you know, it's it, it's kind of funny, a little irony, maybe a little... Is that the same people that love this match probably shit on DDT on a regular basis, too. DDT's been doing, doing every single gimmick that they did in this match. It's like they took it out of DDT's playbook. The bowling ball, everything. They, they've done it all. Even a man in a thong. They've done it all. Good. I love they went right into the fucking, like, they just broke out the box of jackass classics. Mousetraps, bowling ball to the nuts, kick to the nuts, fucking sparklers up your ass, cattle prod, (laughs) getting kicked in the dick by a a little person. I mean, what else do you want? Yeah, man. Those guys are so funny, in my opinion. Like, what I really enjoyed about this match is why they're such professionals is that when shit is fucked up, that's when 
when stuff starts to go wrong, that's when they're their best. One of my favorite jackass moments ever is when Johnny Knoxville fought Butterbean in a Dick Sporting Goods or like oh, a, a, a Sears. God. And this is like to me like it's hard. Ninety nine point nine percent of people could never be this funny. He gets knocked out ice cold into like a rack of watches. Snoring. The first thing he says when he wakes up from a severe concussion is Butterbean okay? <laughs> <laughs> Like that level of just like being with the joke, the wee man's trying to get that big leg out. It's stuck. He's pulling shit out that he doesn't know what it is. And he's like, <laughs> if, if it was anybody else, you would be like, oh, this is a mess. But these guys are so good at just going with it. The rat trap breaks. Johnny Knoxville immediately knows the mechanics of it. Like unwind some rope. That back. <laughs> it snaps it. It's like got stuck in it. For a and they're just going with it when it's not working. It's just so fun, man. And also they're, you know, this shit's all going down and there's not a moment when they don't have a smile on their face. They're all having a fucking blast. <laughs> Except for Sami Zayn who's playing his character but everybody else is just laughing their fucking asses off. The uh, announcers were amazing. They were all laughing hysterically. It's fucking brilliant, man. It, it was great. It's easily, in my opinion, like top five WrestleMania matches of all time. No, oh, I would say that too. It was so much fucking fun. This won't be the last time we talk about this one if we make it to year end awards. Yeah, I know. I, look, I, yo, this is match of the year awards. Yeah, it's going in there. Let me put yeah, it a little bit. Definitely. Time. I'll do it. I'm not doing it now. <laughs> you got to really, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's fucking, what are we, in April? You got to, you better work really fucking hard <laughs> to, be to get past this because this is really good. Right. Like last year we had bad money from WrestleMania was in here. That match yeah. was amazing. It was so much fun. We'll talk about some stuff at the end about WrestleMania in general, but uh, let's move on to some stuff that I didn't care about. Four-way tag team match for the WWE Women's Tag Championship. Naomi and Sasha Banks defeated Carmella and Queen Zelina, um, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, and uh, Natalia, who was in a match for some reason, and Shayna Baszler. Next, singles match. Edge defeated AJ Styles via pinfall. Brandon, thoughts? I was still out. I, the, I had so much fun at the jackass. It, it took about an hour for me to, to recover from that. Chris, how was this? It was 25 I, minutes. It was the longest match of the fucking Yeah, I mean, right, it was it was what to be expected from Edge and AJ Styles. Edge working heel. AJ Edge Styles. is a vampire, right? He's, He's a, vampire. a vampire again, yeah. But like I said, man, I, I was on, like Brandon just said, I was on such, like, I was in the valley at this point. As far as because of that Knoxville match, and the and then the other the match afterwards was just the match the, the match after that uh, tag team match that should have just been called uh, phone. Right. <laughs> and next met the next match your iPhone. <laughs> yeah, so it, you know, a, a victim. It was a I don't know how I, I can't even tell you. I was I wasn't into it, um, and it was a victim of the Johnny Knoxville match being so. It was so good it wiped out the next two matches. Three. 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 Yeah. yeah. Help. Yeah. Jameis and Ridge Harland with Butch defeated the New Day in a minute 40. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, just to tag on to Chris's point, it's like you, I forget that I can feel that good. Like I, I forget that I can laugh that hard and just be that happy that I'm just like text, like looking for links, texting people, bothering people. It's like all of a sudden an hour has passed because it's like, holy shit, this can be that fun. I liked that so move. That, Ridge Holland, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I liked that match so much, Knoxville and Sami Zayn, that in the morning Tina asked me if I'd watched wrestling. I was like, oh, my God. 
Johnny Knoxville Sammy's name was one of the most amazing things I've ever witnessed. Maybe we'll have to go back and watch it. Mind you, my my wife does not There's watch wrestling at all. Ball stack in a jean thong, <laughs> fucking hanging out on at you know the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. <laughs> what could be more entertaining? <laughs> all right. Austin singles match. Austin Theory defeated uh, Pat McAfee defeated Austin Theory with Mr. McMahon. Let's combine this all together. Then Mr. McMahon challenges Pat McAfee to a match. Then Stone Cold goes out. And this shit was fucking wild, man. Granted thoughts. First of all, Pat McAfee greater than Will Ospreay. Thank you very much. Pat McAfee's a fucking beast I'm down. in the ring. Granted, good. So I'll say Pat McAfee, awesome. I know how much that spot had to mean to him from the little I've paid attention to him and hear him talk about wrestling as a professional athlete. Rose up to the occasion, incredibly entertaining, defeats Austin Theory, who still it's like I've watched him now 40 times. I can't exactly picture his face. Very fun. Appreciate him here in this spot, and it gets better from there, but I'll kick it around to you guys because this is too much to just for me to just rant on in one bulk block. Yeah, Chris. No, I was going to say, Austin Theory is, he's this dude. He's the secondary dude to the big dude, right? He was perfect in the, the, the family Gargano or whatever it was. And he, that's what he is. He's the, he's the, um, the guy in the background that works like, you know, the, the, the supporting actor. Yeah. Right. And Jamie he does, yeah, he plays that role so well. Let's get to the rest of it. <laughs> I want to talk about some more Pat McAfee stuff, though. Him doing a um, standing backflip onto his feet and then doing a direct jump with no running start onto the top rope. Dude. That's an athlete, man. What the fuck? You talk about, like, you want to call him just a punter? Bullshit. Yo, NFL greater than all, right? Like, what the fuck? That your punter can do that? Absolutely insane. Yeah, you forget that there's like levels to athleticism. Like to, right. to get to to get to be one of thirty people that do any job in pro sports. It's like that guy can also Undertaker tightrope walk into a backflip like with one week of practice. <laughs> Absolutely insane. All right, so uh, yeah, so he wins. Then Vince McMahon um, takes off his shirt, looking very uh, teenage mutant ninja turtle like. A uh, little jacked, <laughs> and uh, uh, throws a couple of <laughs> close lines, and then defeats Pat McAfee. All right, we'll stop there. Brandon, go ahead. Yeah, they I, they got me here. Like I, I think I was fully fish hooked by the lip, where I'm like, "What the fuck is he doing?" They they wouldn't dare bring out Vince's arch rival from my childhood two nights in a row. That would just be too much. Why am I watching the geese? Stumble around in a in a wife beater, Chris. So the geese, this geese <laughs> never had any athletic ability to begin with, right? Right. Like so, imagine what he's like at one hundred and seven. Seventy six, I believe. Seventy six. He's two hundred and eighty five years old. Yeah, like he actually is his organs. Vincent, are that he's old not from all nah, the abuse. He's not Vincent Kennedy McMahon, actually. That's a lie. He's actually Vincent McMahon, the old man. Yeah, he's, 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 he's the, they're the same person. WWWF. Yeah, he's, he's, Beelzebub. he's Beelzebub. Yeah. He's a, 
I don't. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, man, when he was, when we're in the, the height of the Attitude Era and he's wrestling people, you know, when he was wrestling Hulk Hogan in a mask calling himself Mr. America. <laughs> Every time he wrestled, my skin fucking crawled. Every time I saw him, sh- like, shirtless or half shirtless greased and greased, he makes me want to vomit. <laughs> and this was no exception. I always feel, like, a little bit wrong. Like, I was touched. Like, <laughs> like, like one time I was working the door and a girl poked me on a wiener. And I didn't like it at all. And it felt right me, I felt, yeah, she poked me in a wiener. And I was like, Ew, And I felt, I felt fucking... Like, just gross. Like, I needed a shower all night. That's how I feel whenever I see Vince McMahon, like, in wrestling gear. That's a terrible feeling. You ever have someone just poke right on the tip of your soft penis, like, right where it is? You're like, oh, my God, you you nailed it. (laughs) Kind of tickles a little bit. (laughs) So then uh, Stone Cold comes out, of course, after McMahon beats McAfee. He comes out. He's doing his cheers with his Stone Cold beer. Uh, McMahon drinks some beer. McMahon doesn't drink beer. Mind you, so this is a big deal. Kind of, kind of drank a little bit of it, and then takes the, the best stunner of all time. worst stunner. Oh my god! So he gets kicked in the gut, and he he suddenly becomes a real seventy six year old man. <laughs> He's stumbling backwards. He bounces. Completely falls on it. Completely falls over just from the fake nut kick. <laughs> Gets up and then takes a stunner, but he dies. Yeah. It would have looked cooler if he did it to like a fucking plastic doll, a mannequin or something. And Stone Cold's just laughing his fucking ass off because of how bad it was. Uh, Pretty good. Yeah, so two things here. He's so old. This whole thing was like, I love that they did it because it just really showed that they can't do it anymore so, <laughs> so vince mcmahon he's holding up austin theory's hand and they pump in austin theory's music as the winner and vince does the like oh like the Holy classic shit, he's coming the glass break the glass break like what was that and then he has to play it off because it, it's he looks at the screen and he can't hear it but it wasn't stone cold it was just austin theory's music and he looks at austin theory and he goes that scared me and then he has to go another circle around now because he fucked it up and there's he just gave it away, trying to get people to forget. And then when the glass breaks, he like half-ass reacts, does everything Jimmy just said. But then it, uh, when he finally takes that stunner, it was the closest thing to what I had. We had been joking around for a long time. Is just Flair's body compressed <laughs> up in the ring, like his this whole every piece of his body just gave out at once. It was like I was like I had to show Sydney the video of uh, when he blew out both of his quads and had to yes, sit. The quad blew out. Like, I was like, he may have actually just, like, his whole shit might have just gave out at once, and he, he cannot move anymore. His and entire body's just like, yeah, like, we tried our fucking best, man. It's not 1999. This can no longer be done. <laughs> Chris, final thoughts. Maybe lost. Sorry. All right, next up. So, uh, his, his, his first, what was worse, his first stunner or his first stunner and his last stunner were equally as bad. This last one was the worst. Yeah, no, this is the worst. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about it. I laughed out. It was so God, good. It was so good. So bad. I loved every minute of it. All right, here you go. According to Wikipedia, uh, the final match, 
pro- professional wrestling match types, hashtag winner takes all match, for the WWE Championship and WWE Universal Championship, the merging of the belts, Roman Reigns defeated Brock Lesnar in 12 minutes. I didn't watch. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, this was a, <laughs> yeah, a sobering match after 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 everything else. Paul Heyman was great. Uh, it's a couple guys that do two, three moves and uh, have their spot. This isn't that spot. We've done it a bunch of times now. It almost felt like one of the two of them might have gotten injured during the match. But I think Roman got injured. That's the report. Was it okay? Because that would that would make more sense. Because it's a little bit awkward at, at the towards the end of it. But I, it, I kept thinking of that Pat McAfee interview with Brock Lesnar. Where he's like, someone's got to fucking step up. Mm-hmm. Nobody did. Wasn't you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, thoughts. Seen it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, once again, once again, you can't have your main event follow that fucking horse shit because I was laughing so hard at fucking Vince McMahon crumbling that I was just, I was in the valley again. You know? Right. So, Yeah, I was, I called my girlfriend downstairs to watch once I heard Stone Cold come out again and she was like, it's midnight on Sunday night at this point. We have to work. And she's like, do you want me to watch the last match with you? Because he brought me downstairs, and I was like, mm, no. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no. Something's going on do outside my house. I don't know what the fuck it is. Just made me knock Somebody over all my toys. Somebody trying to steal your Wawa? Oh. <laughs> what the hell that was? <laughs> is it a Gushers you ordered? I got to text my wife and see what the fuck's going on down there. Um... <laughs> Yeah, okay, so uh, back to professional wrestling. Um, is there, this is, like, we don't watch it, obviously. We've talked about it before, we don't watch it. But we don't miss WrestleManias, we don't miss the big shows. WrestleMania is just something else, man. You can't compete with this shit. If you're AEW, you just watch this shit and just go, man, they are really cool. All right, next up, <laughs> we got this. We got our own little thing. If there's no way AEW even touches this, this is just... I mean, the closest thing is the grandeur of Wrestle Kingdom, and that that pales in comparison to this. It's just wild to watch. Chris, go. No, you're right. They're a juggernaut. They're a fucking juggernaut. There's no, you can't compete. And frankly, why try? Right. Be an alternative, not try to be better than, right? Always try to be different than. If the reports are true, that's what Cody wanted to be, a competitor to WWE, and the other guys didn't. No. Yeah. It's the smart move. Uh, I forgot to mention, uh, during the before the Roman Reigns match, or when Roman Reigns won, they showed the outside of the stadium and explosions going off. I caught this, and there was a giant superimposed Roman Reigns out there, oh. poorly, <laughs> poorly done CGI Roman Reigns watching it. Like, was he <laughs> hovering? Was he hovering over? I it? don't know where his feet ended because <laughs> he was so out bad. there somewhere. That's so weird. dumb. One thing funny in that main event was Paul Heyman, like, he, he, he gets cornered by Brock Lesnar. He's like, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean any of this. Please take me back. Please take me back. <laughs> Heyman's a genius. Great. Yeah, it, it, it is a juggernaut. I was fucking on eBay at 1 o'clock in the morning, like, looking up. I want to I buy a, a, some merchandise. Like, I want to buy some Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirt again. I'm so into it. <laughs> but no, the AEW has never made me do that. But I, the optimist in me is like, 
I, I wish they would lean into the humor a little bit more and, and try to build some shit up and, and not necessarily they need to be a competitor, but go for a bigger slice of the pie than they do. Yeah. Um, are we going to LA to go see WrestleMania next year? Brent? Oh. I would have went this year had I known. I'm, I'm a I would never go to Dallas. I will never go to Dallas ever. No, Dallas sucks. I'll never go there. You tried to get me to go to Dallas for a fucking G1 opening night. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and then you know what talked <laughs> me out of it? Dallas sucks. There's nothing to do. Dallas stinks. Jim, you got, when you see when you say Dallas sucks in your mind, is Calvin pissing on a Dallas Cowboy star? I'm absolutely. just going to say okay. yes. Yeah. It has nothing to do with sports, but yes, Calvin, uh, Calvin is peeing on things. It does. I've it's been to Dallas. Arlington stinks. I, I would have, dude. I would have considered going to fucking Saudi if I knew Stoney was going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like I missed out on Stone Cold, though. We're never going to see that. That was it. That was it. That yeah. was, the it was it. Next year we go. Yeah, we should go to WrestleMania. It's fucking the main event. The main event is Austin Theory. They're like, oh no, Austin Theory versus almost nineteen dollar beers at the L.A. Coliseum. All right. All right final thoughts on WrestleMania. Uh, Brent, good. Yeah, but I was trying to think of a way to put it. Like, as a standalone event, it, it can be better than anything else. It doesn't make me want to lean into watching WWE at all. But they can hit a, a spot inside of me that no other wrestling show probably can or ever will. Chris, good. I have two takeaways from this year's WrestleMania. All right. Okay. Number one, did you watch the beginning of night one? Um, what do you mean the beginning? Well, when it, it was first two started, hours of pre-show, okay. there was okay. Okay, after the two hours there, of pre-show, Chris, what are you eating? Yeah, I had a pretzel out there. I had a pretzel. Yeah, I spilled water all over my kitchen and had a pretzel. <laughs> um, <laughs> the beginning of WrestleMania open. You know, the actual show opened with the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. And um, I came to the conclusion that cheerleaders are whack as fuck, and I hate them. That's number one. Number two. I got to disagree, because I went to a couple NFL games, and I didn't do anything but stare at the cheerleaders. I remember (laughs) watching them and being like, I wonder where they hang out afterwards. I bet you I could get that one. Um. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I'm I'm in the dance. I'm a dancer. I bet you I two great They, I think they get they get paid like less than minimum wage. Oh, they get paid shit. Yeah. Shit, it's a disgrace. Um, but yeah, cheerleaders and anything, anything Texas like super Texas. I yeah, find Texas you really fucking corny as fuck. I know someone that tried to tried out to be an Eagles cheerleader, and they make you like you have to go into a room and dance in front of like Ike Reese and. And I think, was it Merrill Reese? Like, it's just like, they have like a, a collection of like old bozos that pick who the The announcers? <laughs> well, probably with no music either. Just have, right. just have fun with it. <laughs> Is that Merrill Reese? <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Fucking rotten bastard. Ike Reese doesn't tip. <laughs> he does have, you know, Merrill Reese, yeah, Ike Reese doesn't tip. And Merrill Ike Reese, I will give him either. credit. I will give him credit. Um, he's 170 years old, and he has a fucking full head of black hair. Yeah, he does. How's he do that? And I don't know. It's amazing. And he's oh, let's put on Merrill Reese, greatest announcer ever. 
Remember those days? Oh, you know, is there any way you could turn this off and put Meryl Reese on? Yeah. Need a di- I got a dick. Slap you right in the face with it. <laughs> Jesus. God, Brandon. Fuck, I hate Wait, did we get the people. point two? And the, the other point is, the other point is, here's the other point. I was on Instagram and a certain um, famed multiple-time uh, NWA, WCW, and WWF champion. Um, you might have seen him stalking the the uh, the upper structures of the arenas, waiting to fall from the top and collapse into an accordion. Uh, was sent out a video of his daughter walking out. Uh, for her match against Ronda Rousey. And it looked like if that video was taken by him, he's on the fucking outs because he was in the upper fucking level above the fucking ramp. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know where he was, but I think he may be. I don't know if that was his video, but if it was, that motherfucker's on the outs. Boy, he had to buy a ticket, and he probably had to buy it last minute. I think he might have comped him a ticket. He's just not allowed backstage. Not, not there. Who comes to take it fucking a hundred rows away? I got some free seats up top. A, yeah. Okay. Who's Sam. that skulking? Is it Sting? Is that Flair? That's him falling from the rafters, splattering on the ring. Yeah. They put in, you ever see like one of those, uh, I've seen them do it like junkyards. Like they have someone sit on like a tire and they put an airbag in it. So the guy goes flying up in the air like they just get oh. ripped. Some jackass shit right the there. The fuck are you talking about? I've seen it. It's like, a, I don't know, if you just Google it, like, airbag seat. Like, they'll put you in a chair and put an airbag underneath so that okay. you sit down and, and you go flying, like, ten feet in the air. They just put fucking Ric Flair in a, in a loaded seat and just projectile him into the fucking... Wherever he lands, that's his airbag seat. It's like a golf prank? ball. Yeah. You've never airbag seen this? Prank? Yeah, you never seen it? I think I have. Oh, here it is. Just imagine. The dude with the gray hoodie. Very cool. This is, yeah, this is Flair. It goes up to level 452 and it's exploded into the. All right. He had a little bit to drink over the weekend. You see that big old fucking scab on his forehead? Yeah, he did. As he did. I fell. Those are stitches, bro. He got stitched up. So uh, I'll add, I'll add, can I add some Rick Flair? Can I add some Ric Flair? Yeah, please. Uh, I've been listening to the, uh, a book called Nitro, uh, by Guy Evans. Um, is he Guy or Guy? Is he French? It, let's just go with Guy. Okay. That, that question, that question was so relevant that we're just gonna, we'll, we'll run with it. Um, and he, it, it, it jumps around a little bit as far as describing the Nitro, uh, like, you know, getting Nitro ready, doing Nitro, the big spots of Nitro, and then WCW's collapse. Um, it's all like, uh, network executive stuff, a lot of that stuff. So anyway, uh, they talk about when they were shooting WCW on Saturday nights. And in the whatever studio they were in, and a network executive was walking, a female network executive was walking down the hallway, and Flair was coming out of the showers in a towel, and his towel just so happened to fall off. Whoops, was his answer, and she said, yeah, Rick, thanks, and kept walking right past him. Did he get fired? No, he didn't get fired. He's fucking nature boy, and I'll still wear his fucking sweatshirt because I spent money on yeah. that shit. Woo, yeah, alligators. Woo, here's my dick. Woo, alligators. Tommy Dreamer thinks it's cool. Woo, 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 you so slob. There you go. Uh, do I have any final thoughts on WrestleMania? 
No, I don't. See you next year. WWE, I'll see you next year. Oh, Triple H. Was it, will he be? Okay, over under. Triple H dead. When's he going to die? Six months? Eight months? Brandon. Triple H, his heart's probably seven to eight times the size of a, nor- of a normal human being. It's taking up most of his chest cavity at this point. 55, I think he'll make it to. How old is he now? 53? Something like that. I'm not going to Google it. Just it feels like about that time. I think <laughs> when he would go out. Rip. Chris, thoughts? Triple H. Oh, if I think given the opportunity, would you hit him with a sledgehammer in his chest and kill him? His pace, he's got his pacemaker installed. <laughs> oh, he does have a pacemaker. That's right. Yeah. Well, he might last a little bit longer. He'll with last a little bit. Pace. Here's you the thing. He outlives he, Flair? Yeah. I don't think, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think Flair makes it through 2022. I'd be very surprised. I mean, that'd be terrible. I'd be so sad. I'd be very surprised if Flair makes it through. He's on. He is. Um, there's a photo I have in my house, and I will take a picture of it and share it with both of you guys. I believe I showed it to you before, Jim. But it is the photo of me when I had one foot in the toilet and one foot out, meaning a couple more months, and I was spiraling close to death. And Flair's got that fucking look. Like he's you can you, when you've done it yourself, you can sense it in others. And that motherfucker, it's crumbling. You know what I've been I've been noticing hip hop uh, lyrics that include wrestling stuff. Chris, I sent you the one from um, uh, Run the Jewels, the song from Run the Jewels. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was listening to Black Moons, we, who got the props, mm-hmm. and he says, "Brody, Four Horsemen, don't you know me? Kicking like the Four Horsemen, don't you know me? Doesn't yeah. he say that? Yeah. You know G or don't you know me? Yeah. Huh. But he said uh-huh. Brody before that, which was the catch. I was like, oh shit, I never noticed the Brody part of it, Brody. Brody. Um, well, that Run the Jewels one had a reference to wrestling and poop, which and is poop. the perfect song for <laughs> shitting yourself and wrestling. And Jake the Snake. That's, yeah, Jake the Snake and shit yourself. That's the should be the theme song. Yep, poo-poo and shit yourself. Yes, good stuff. Thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number 4 Wrestling. Subscribe, follow, tell your friends. For Brandon Chris, I'm Jim, and we will be back here next week.